Welcome to Chapter 16 of Julie and Jeff Move to France During a Global you just, Pandemic. You just did it again. Did what? You, you didn't get the, the name of our show right. You did this last week. It's not Julie and Jeff. It's... But if I'm doing the introduction, shouldn't it be me first? But that's not the name of the show. But aren't they transferable? Well, no, they're not. The name of the show is Jeff and Julie Move to France. That's what's on the logo and everything. You, you can't just change it. Well, I'm not trying to change your brand. That's it. You nailed it. It's but, but the brand. I'm, but Very people important. understand that it's the same show, whether it's, it's Julie and Jeff or Jeff and Julie. And I think Julie and Jeff sounds better. So it's 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 Grace and Will now, all of a sudden? The show is Grace and Will? Do you see how that's stupid that sounds? But people would still understand and they'd still tune in and they would think it was fun. So welcome to Chapter 16. Uh, you know what it is today? It's election day in France. That's the day we're recording uh, this this show, which is actually called Jeff and Julie Move to France During a Global mm. Pandemic. It's election day, but it's round two. Yeah, the, oh, yeah that's right. right. It's the final. So two weeks ago, yeah. two Sundays ago, they had round one. Yeah, that's what they call the herd. And we, I think we mentioned that there were 12 candidates running mm-hmm. um, in, in this particular first round. And it, it was interesting because every mayor, that's the mayor's office that we would visit, had the 12 candidates posted mm-hmm. so that people would know who's running for the presidential. And so the first round took place and no one got 50%. So that means you have to go into a round oh, two. Oh, if someone gets 50% in the first round, it's uh, I guess that yeah. makes sense. They win. win. Oh, okay. Win. Okay. So it's the same runoff as it was five years ago with Le Pen and Macron. Right. And- uh, we think we know who's going to win, but you never do know because uh, it is election day here. But the the thing that strikes me as, as odd is it's Sunday. It's April 24th. It's Sunday. And they pick Sunday as a day to vote so that it won't affect people at work. Are you kidding me? France just looks for excuses not to work. I think it's easy because the schools are, are open. Uh, there's no students you can go to the mairie and there's no it's it's just all geared up for the election. Well, actually, it's easier for parents to vote when the kids are at school, just saying. Well, anyway, there the, the first round eliminated the the left-wing candidate who was very close to Le Pen in terms of percentages and left Macron and Le Pen. Macron is considered a centrist and Le Pen is the far right. Yeah. So now it's going to be interesting to see how the left will recoup on this second round of... And, and didn't you tell me that there's they have a limit? Well, first of all, the campaigning is, is a very uh, short period of time. But did you also mention that there's a, a, a campaign contribution limit? Yes. it's some. I think it's somewhere, for the first round, it's somewhere around 16 million euros. Okay. And you can't you can't go past that. As a matter of fact, we in France we in the news Sarkozy was was accused of, of surpassing his his uh, campaign limit, and he's um, gotten a one year jail sentence. He's in jail. Yeah. He, no, well, no, he's appealing it. But um, there's also another downfall. There's a minimum percentage of votes that you need to garner in order not to be liable for oh, yeah. the campaign contributions that you. If you don't get a. A minimal amount of votes, you lose your deposit, and yeah, I you think I think something similar in Canada, but not to this tune. Well, it, it's it's uh, you need to have five percent mm-hmm. of of the votes. If you don't get the five percent, then you you have to. I think it's like eighty 
95% of the whatever you spent is is on your shoulders, yeah. your responsibility. Yeah, and there was, there was one candidate who spent quite a, like, what was it, a couple million? Oh, more than that. More than that. And she, you know, she came out the next day and said, okay, guys, help me out because I'm, I'm in debt. I've, you know, spent money and I'm not getting any money back. So, yeah, the other thing that's really interesting, a difference in in the ballots in in France versus North America. In in North America, you get to tick off the candidate that you're voting for and then stick it into the ballot box. Right. Here, you have, so for the first round, you had 12 12 coupons with the name of each candidate. Mm -hmm. And then you had to select the coupon or the the Mm -hmm. ticket that you... You, you, the person you were voting for, put it into the special envelope, yeah. then you put it into now, the ballot box. I know you're hearing this now and you're saying, what a waste of printing and what a waste of paper and everything. But no hanging chads. No, oh, is it an X? Is it a, is it a check mark? Oh, is it, it's confusing. Oh, wait, there's another mark here. No, it's simple. The name and for counting purposes, it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Way better. Yeah, there there are fewer ways that this can go wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's still very basic. So then then you think of okay, because there's a lot of ballot spoiling going on in the world right now with the the choices that we have. So if you wanted to spoil a ballot here, I guess you just put all twelve in the in the envelope and send it off. Well, I think there's a blank card. <laughs> oh no way! I think there is. I'm, I'm maybe oh, is I'm that making like that a, up. Is that a write-in candidate? Uh, no, it's just like you're 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 voting, but you're not voting for anyone. Okay, so that's. This is your spoil a ballot card. Yep. That's <laughs> too funny. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, I have a little update, but I, you know what? Because of my limited uh, ability in, in reading French, I'm just going to have to pass this over to you. So this is a thing that came in in the other day in SMS. I'll just pass don't, it. Don't hurt yourself. Come, yeah. Okay. If you, could just, if you could just read that. That'd be great. <clears throat> it says... Votre permis de conduire vient d'être expédié sous le numéro du suivi, and then there's a lot of numbers and letters, um, to uh, suivre votre acheminement sur uh, www.laposte.fr backslash suivi. Language. Um, so I, I picked up in there, uh, permis de conduire, I picked up those two words, so that mm-hmm. would be driver's license. Yep, this is saying that they've just expedited your your French driver's license. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Once again, getting the card ahead of you. You haven't even. I haven't even gotten notice <laughs> that they're dealing with me. Like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, my name is is like like equivalent to don't pay attention or. Well, you're. No, I think they have. I think they have a bone to pick with you because you're from Quebec. They love Quebecers, and yeah, so many French are in Quebec right now. And by the way, they're all voting. The French, the French citizens mm-hmm. that are oh, yes. now living in Canada, right. are, are are voting. Uh, you know, in in Montreal right now. That's cool. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. just as we vote for uh, our Canadian elections from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So congratulations on beating me on the permis de conduire. Um, that's excellent. Um, that's great. Yeah, and and from the person who tagged the most traffic tickets, and they're, they're happy to 
I think maybe that's the reason. I think, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you've you put a lot of money into their coffers. Yeah, that's true. So they're going, hey, let's get this boy on yeah, the road this, with a French driver's license. This is a, this is a high-value customer right yeah. here. <laughs> let's get him back. Let's get him on the road as soon as possible because he's lining the coffers. No, but uh, that that should that'll definitely be you know what one thing I will say the mail here is crazy fast and really they they take pride and and the other thing that uh, we have come to find is people who are working in in the mail business here like uh, the post op the post office workers mm-hmm. very highly respected people in France well yes well every Mary every every commune has a post office yeah. Do you know how many communes there are in France? No. Do you? Over 35,000 communes. Oh, my God. So that's why they're so efficient. There's a million people working at the post office. Yeah, well, so I should be getting my uh, driver's license. And that that's a wrap for me. That's You know what? That's a, that's, a, that's a season wrap. I'm done. I'm out of the hunting for card business because I'll have my... My residency status, well, for this year, which is the carte de séjour, I will have my health card, which is permanent. That's the carte vitale. Mm -hmm. And I will have my driver's license. Now, I guess the one thing that remains is, will any of those tickets be on my actual file now that I have a French driver's license? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, That's exciting. That's very good. Uh, I'd like to bring in another installment of who does better where, what, when. So yeah, last week we had three, and they all uh, all boxes were ticked by Canada. There was to- there was uh, garbage bags and a couple of other ones. Well, what I'd like to put forward is how amazing it is, and we're dog lovers, so this might not be cool for people who don't like dogs, but dogs are allowed in restaurants. Encouraged. Encouraged. It's, it's so civilized. It's 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 unbelievable. And lately, lately, it's been like almost. Three out of five restaurants that we've gone to, there's been a dog. And I just love it. And there's one restaurant that has a house dog. So the dog goes around, and we mentioned that restaurant uh, from uh, uh, Rakakor. Yeah, Rakakor. And yeah, the, the, the Centre Cafe there. And they have a little dog that goes around uh, to all of the tables and, and greets. Everybody loves the dog. I, I can't imagine why it's so it's so impossible to bring dogs into restaurants in Canada. I can't even but, figure know, there, it out. There might be different sanitary guidelines. Like uh. I'm I'm not sure what, but for sure we're going to we're going to attempt this this summer. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> with, <laughs> we haven't done dog? it yet. Well, I I'd like to bring, bring the big boy. I'd like to bring Blue. Wow. Um to to um I have a specific restaurant in mind that I'd like to bring him to. I just I have a a scene it it's 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 it, it's like All star, the tables turning starring over. Chevy Chase. <laughs> it's just it's in my head. <gasps> I, I you know I he's very gentle and he's very calm, but I just I don't know what goes through his head if he sees something like a squirrel like a some yeah, squirrel or something. I have squirrels here. Like I can't. I don't know. We we just. I don't know. I think he'll be good. But I think he'll be great. Like uh, we, you know, we 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 do it. You know, an outdoor space to start with. Oh yeah, great. So that you can drag a table all the way down the street. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this. On the cobblestone, great. Oh well, we'll get an outside table. Yes. Yes. I don't want him trashing the whole restaurant. But I'm I'm looking forward to that experience. I think it'll work well. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm being positive. And if it doesn't, it was her idea. Right. It was her idea. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really uh, quite cool. Now, we've never seen a real large dog in a restaurant. 
truth be told. The uh, biggest, like I think, a golden lake was the biggest I think dog. That, yeah, okay, a golden, um, plenty of uh, like spaniel sized dogs, and 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 smaller, and smaller, but yeah, it's just and. To a dog, I mean, there'd been a little bit of barking when another dog walks by in an outdoor restaurant, but uh, for the most part, the dogs are really well behaved and it's just civil. I don't know. It's just civilized. Those dogs, uh, if you're a dog owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but dogs just give uh, an energy to a room or to an area. They just do. I, you know, I mean. Yeah, and the restaurateurs are, are ready. They bring out the water bowls. Oh, yeah. Like they, it's like another customer. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's something to look forward to this And summer. you very seldom see people feed. Like, that's one thing I'm not a big fan of is feeding dogs from a table. I've never been a fan of it. When people come to our place, uh, our dogs are always under the table. Mm-hmm. And I explain to them that if they come up, they're not asking for food because that is verboten in our house. But we very seldom see people feeding their dogs at a restaurant. Very seldom. No, I think the, the everyone understands the the whole chemistry of it. So Canada, get get it together, get it together, and and revisit these sanitation laws regarding dogs and restaurants. I mean, France has been doing it for years to no avail, no problem, right? I mean, this yeah. is an error. This is one. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm assuming that's why it doesn't happen in Canada. I'm I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it, it's it's something that makes us feel feel very comfortable. When there's a you know a fur kid in in the restaurant. All right, I got a I got another mishap that happened to me. Uh, and I wasn't there, so you're on your own. I know, and it's it's this store. Okay, so it's like a Home Depot in Canada. I just can't stand the way they run this store. So I'm going to be right up front with you on that. It's called Leroy Merlin. It's it's exactly like a Home Depot. It's their version of it here. And I, I I'm telling you, they must make a fortune because they certainly aren't spending it on staff. You know, <laughs> uh, so kind of like IKEA. Oh, it's mm. so, and this is where my patience really gets tested. I'm I'm doing very well here. I've got to admit, like in grocery stores and and stuff, when there's a little bit of a lineup, I'm okay. I look, at, I'm fine. But this one, this one uh, on Friday, oh, so I'm build. I'm just about finished building this workshop, a woodworking shop, and I'm I've got a dust control system that I'm uh, putting in and it's all four inch tubing and four inch, you know, fittings. And I've, so I've got this first, I'm going to post a photo of this because it's so uh, insane on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jeff and Julie moved to France. See right there. Mm. You couldn't, if you'd put Julie and Jeff moved to France, where would it, take you? it would, it would take you to hell. That's where, oh. because it wouldn't go anywhere because there's no such of a place. Mm. So, First of all, you're going to notice the cart. The, this, the carts they have for all of these pipes and fittings and tubes, that it was just everything was just hanging on like a thread because it's a flat cart and all these tubes are trying to roll off. And then I've got other, you know, like 45 degree angle tubes sitting on top, and it was just it was just ready ready for hell to break loose. So I, I finally get in line, and I've also got. A little, a little carry cart, like with little wheels and like about 14 or 15 of these fittings inside that cart. How did you do that? It was amazing. It was, uh, I'm very, I guess I'm ambidextrous. I'm, I'm able to walk with the, with the cart and I was able to do it anyway. And I get into the line 
and TikTok. I'm the third person in line. Now, fortunately, the guy in front of me has one, one item in his hand. One item, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm off to the races here. And the people in front of him check out, and they're gone. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. I'm seconds away from checking out. And, and, and it's the only checkout line. It's the only checkout line. What time of day was it? When did I go? Like 11, noon. It's like lunchtime. And so that's why. It's lunchtime. Well, yeah, but there were, I mean, behind me now, now this is starting to grow, and there is the automatic checkout, self-checkout, oh, and there's a person over there. Right. Oh, and by the way, an, a, an employee keeps coming and grabbing people from behind me to help them out because he look, looks at what I've got. And he, oh, you know, to I, go to the automatic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, but he's still helping them. He looks what looks at my pile and says, "I don't want anything to do with that." So guy in front of me now. So I'm thinking, okay, he's he's gonna buy the no, he's not buying it. He's returning it, and it's from oh. it's one of it's it, it's one from a list of three pages of things that he bought. Oh, I don't know a week no. ago. Oh wait, this is is it's just getting fun. Um, so he's got all these pieces of paper and they're trying to find which item on this huge bill is the one he's returning. Oh, and they finally find that. And, uh, so they uh, start processing that. And then he says, oh, I want to buy a gift card as well. Oh, my. how do you still have your head on? Oh, wait a minute. It's not over. So, so they, they, she swipes a gift card. It doesn't work. Oh. The gift card doesn't work. <laughs> So then she call, then she calls over a coworker. The coworker comes over and she fiddles around and she tries it it doesn't work. So now they have to rip that one up. They try another one. Oh, that one works. Great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I don't know what he put on there 50 euros or whatever. It's a gift card. So now all he has to do is check out. How do you think he's paying, Julie? <laughs> he didn't. How he... do you think he's paying? Okay, he paid by check. By check. <laughs> uh, what the, what's the date today? Oh, I'll oh. tell you what the date is. <laughs> Doomsday. And now I'm just I'm just pacing. There's now six people behind oh, yeah, me yeah, in yeah, my yeah, tubes. Yeah. Oh, and she wouldn't let me use the little cart to take oh. all the, the things out to the car. So what did you do? I piled them on the <laughs> I piled them on top. And then I said, to heck with it. I just took the cart outside and then went and got my car. And I didn't care if someone was going to yell at me. <laughs> you showed them, didn't you? Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Well, uh, so we just we just had uh, the Easter holidays and we decided that yeah. we would uh, take a flyer and see if, if one of our favorite little um, haunts was uh, serving. And didn't we call like the day or was no, it? No, the day before. The day before. And they were. <clears throat> and sure enough, um, at Le Château des Vigiers, which is uh, just west of Bergerac, um, they had um, room for, for brunch and we decided, yeah, let's let's go for a drive. The weather was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It's uh, about, a, what, a 90-minute? Not even. Co- yeah, and, and the landscape is <sighs> amazing. It's on a golf course. It's a beautiful chateau. Yeah, 27-hole golf course. Pretty cool. Yeah, and bi- it's very busy. It's got a lot of... A lot of people that are interested in dining there, playing golf, going to the spa. Oh, and it's just this stunning chat- set of chateaus in there. Uh, and they've got it all laid out, the bistro. It looks over the 18th hole, I think. Yeah, the 18th, 18th hole. 18th hole and the pool and the pond. And it's just, it, it, was, it was delicious. Yeah. 
And by the way, if you're looking for a more exact location than west of Bergerac, it's in Dordogne. <laughs> Dordogne is uh, the <laughs> department, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that word. Because it sounds like, do it again. Dordogne. That's very good. It's not bad. Not bad. Not I just bad can't say it without trying to do a Clouseau on it. I, it's just. I know. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Dordogne is, is very hard. It is. Yeah, the, that was that, that was a very uh, a fun day, and uh, we did we did get the good weather. They had a very strange menu though, and I'm glad they had an a la carte because sometimes they'll they'll. So what was what was the menu? So it was fish stew. Like the way they had it written was fish stew. There is nothing appetizing about those two words put together: fish well, and stew. It's, that's a personal taste. But, no, it isn't. But, I don't know one human being it, in the world. And who, I ordered it, and it wasn't even that. I know it wasn't it a was fish just, stew. Yeah, and so it it was good. But you had you had. Well, no, I I had something that was off the menu, but remember that when we were making the booking, the the person had said, "Now be careful because it's just these this limited uh, menu." What was the other thing on the menu? Uh, the oh, there was foie uh, entree gras. was was a poached egg with foie gras, which neither of us like. Uh, we move we moved to uh, duck and foie gras country, yeah, and neither of us eat either. Maroons, we're just maroons. Yeah, but. There was that, and then there was something else on there. Oh, the well, the third thing was dessert, and that was chocolate. So I w- well, no, there the, there were two options for uh, oh the plat. Uh, uh, the main was either the fish stew or lamb. Oh yeah, lamb. lamb. Neither of us eat lamb. <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes you just don't get a big choice, but for us, it was more about the day. Like let's let's go for a nice drive and have some lunch, and lunch doesn't work out. Oh well. It was a great day trip. It was yeah. a really good day. Mm-hmm. And then we came back and... That's when kind of got sick. Got uh, sick, yeah. Finally had to... Uh, now, this is kind of neat. We we used the... I had to, I had a sinus infection, and you can probably still hear it in my voice. So we needed to get some medication, and um, I was I had a booking to... Dr. Libro, what is it called? It's called Doc, Dr. Libre. Dr. Lieb. Dr. Lieb is a website, a, a, an aggregator that was created by this genius who was like, I think, 26 years old when he, he and his partners developed it. Okay. He's now 35. <laughs> and do you know how many appointments per month uh, are performed on that site? Per month, no. 40 million. Holy. Well, and I think one of the reasons uh, is is COVID because a lot of the appointments, now mine wasn't COVID related, but in the end, I didn't feel well enough to go in because uh, it was also a 90 minute drive to find this doctor that I finally found on Dr. Libro. Dr. Lib. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so mine turned into a video conference as well. Ran a little late. Okay, understandable. Then I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I've spent more time sitting in a doctor's office. So it wasn't the end of the world because I... You know, I'm basically sitting there in my underwear waiting for my appointment. Uh, but uh, it, you know what? It really worked out well. It's it's brilliant. Um, the, the young doctor, a nice uh, a woman, um, came online, introduced herself, asked what your problems were. Of course, I had to come into the room because oh, I you couldn't speak. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> "Where do you start?" We only have 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were hoping that she spoke English, but no, 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 she did not. So I come into the room, and I'm I'm the interpreter, rattling it all off. Mm-hmm. And uh, we identified what you needed, and she she made your uh, she gave you a prescription. Yeah, and uh, actually for three things. Yeah, and and she so you have an account once you get your carte vital, you have an account with Doctor Libre. 
So did I say it right that Dr. time? Dr. Olib. Okay. And uh, so, so she then forwarded those prescriptions to my account. Mm-hmm. And we printed it up, took it to the pharmacy. Um, the, also, the other thing is uh, when you're doing a video conference like that, you pay up front. So it's 25 euros for a 15-minute uh, consultation. consultation. Mm. And you then submit that $25 to the Carte Vitale and you'll get some of it back apparently. Mm-hmm. But when I went to the pharmacy to pick up all of these prescriptions, they did it boom right there. So like I had three prescriptions ended up coming out of my pocket like 18 bucks or something. Oh, probably no less idea. than that because you, you had yeah. co- you had over-the-counter medicine, that's a cough true. syrup there. Yeah. So it was probably even less than that. Probably 10 or 11 bucks, you know. And and not that's bad. a pretty easy system. Yeah. it's a gr- And it was very, uh, very efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, no complaints. No complaints about about that. Thank God Leroy Merlin isn't running the Dr. Libro. <laughs> it's Dr. Libro. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good experience. Now, I, I'm, I'm not dying to get sick again to, so I can do it all over again, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, once you actually get into the system here. Getting into the system was a long time. It well, really was. But you know what? I'm sorry, I don't mean to correct you, um, but we were able to access Dr. Libro Way before we had our Carte Vitale. Oh, yeah. You just wouldn't have been reimbursed. That's right. right. That's right. You could you know, have paid. D- that's true. Remember, we, we were able to uh, obtain our vaccines. Yeah. Both of them, our, our, our booster, all through booking appointments. No, no. I, I'm, just, I'm just adding on now to the, adding on to that, uh, the Carte Vitale mm-hmm. possibility uh, on it. So it, it seemed to go very, very well. It was very smooth. Yeah. So sure. uh, there's, there's another experience for the, for the record books. Very good. But I, 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 this thing, I just, it just won't like. It's like week three of this but stupid he, thing. But that happens me. to you. You're very prone yeah. to sinusy kind of things, yeah. and they just last forever. Uh, but and, and you, you have a lot of mucus just naturally. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's that's good. Thanks for sharing okay, that. Yeah. Hey, mucus man and Julie, <laughs> move into France. No, Julie and mucus man. <laughs> Julie and mucus. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, so we were going to talk about Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, as we go back to the timeline of where we... We're almost caught up, by the way. We're almost up to date here. But the timeline after last uh, week's chapter took us to Christmas of last year. And it was, it was the first time that we wanted to actually get into it. Like the first... We were we were shell shocked the first the first Christmas. We didn't know what we were doing. We had just arrived here. That we were in the middle of COVID. We didn't get a tree or anything like that. Yeah, we didn't have any decorations. No. So this year we decided, okay, let's get into the Christmas spirit a little bit. So the first thing I like to do is is to fill up my urns with greenery. And I had I really did not know if our property had enough greenery. Um, we're on the edge of a forest. N- but but non deciduous that would stay green throughout the winter, uh-huh. you know, like spruce, pine, cedar. Oh, you got enough cedar to gag a maggot. So, so I went out, I went out collecting and and did all my all my my urns and felt really good about that. Yeah. And I it was my first time making a wreath for our our, our the, fa- the the fireplace. Um. So we were starting to get into the the Christmas spirit. Yeah, and then we did something stupid. We the the, the way they do their Christmas trees here. Is not the same the way we do them back home. And one of the options is to get a live tree. We thought, oh, that's a good idea. Then we can plant it. This thing weighs as much as a Buick. It's still alive. It's still alive. It's out. It's still in its little case. What do you call a urn? Uh, planter. A planter. 
and it's still alive. We haven't found a place for it, but the thing is just, and, and just even getting it into the house, I'm never doing that again. Never doing really? that again. Really? I think it's brilliant. You're well, not, then you're you not, can do it. Well, you're, we'll get a smaller tree. You're not killing a tree, number one. And you're able to to repurpose it so that it looks pretty in your garden. Killing a tree. What's wrong with that? Well, first of all, it's it's a renewable resource tree. But if you don't They're have renew- to kill it, why? Oh. If you don't have to, and it did really well in the house. We only had the decorations on it for about a week, because it you know you don't want it to get, to get too warm. And then yeah. we brought it back outside, and it's it, it and looks by, beautiful still. By we, you mean me. We needed a, needed a dolly to get the thing anywhere. It was uh, it was not fun, but yeah, it looked it looked great. And now we have a tree that we have to plant. And, and when we plant it, and we look at it, we can think of our first real Christmas here. And how heavy that tree was to carry. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that we did was we went to uh, a local. Um, it was just, it's really for the kids. This, this thing was for the kids. It was just a, a, a little day. holiday celebration. And it was only in the day and then they had fireworks at night. We'll tell you about that in a second because they were just amazing. But it was just a little day thing. They had, for the for the adults, they had a, a, a wine bar, which we somehow couldn't we find. Um, and then they had pop and stuff for the kids. Uh, and then they brought Père Noel out. That's Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Uh, they bring him out in the tractor, and the kids just went nuts. They had a bouncy castle and all this kind of thing. Did you just say Père Noël? Yeah. Isn't that Santa Claus? Yes. Um, but I think this is a very appropriate time for the uh, French phrase of the day. It is? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, wow, this is late in the game, but I okay. know. Do you want to hear it? Okay. Let's, uh, and then we'll pick up where we'll yeah, finish the... we'll finish the, okay. the celebration. Here's Julie with today's and, French and phrase think, of the day. You think I'll get this I one? I think you'll get this one. Got the last one. L'adulte ne croit pas au Père Noël. I don't know what the second word was. What? L'adulte. Dult. <laughs> L'adulte. L apostrophe adulte. Oh, okay, okay. L'adulte. Okay, I thought you were saying. Ne croit pas au Père Noël. L'adulte. Il vote. Uh... L'adulte ne croit pas au Père Noël. Il vote. No, I, I, I don't. And I, you know, I just I, I, brilliantly just went full circle here. Translated. It's, I know there's adult and paranoia. Okay, go ahead. I just. Didn't. An adult doesn't believe in Santa Claus. He votes. Uh, Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Is anybody there? <laughs> <laughs> L'adulte ne croit pas au Père Noël. Il vote. Okay. What? What? It's election day, and we're talking about Christmas, and I tied it all together. Well, I see how you did that, but what is it? What? What is that have to do with anything? Well, you what? don't believe you don't believe in fairy tales. You take action and you vote. Oh, I see. Right. Oh, oh, I see, and that gets rid of the fairy tales. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a comedian, the guy who. <laughs> okay, I think I think he actually meant that in a, in a humorous way, as opposed to uh, in a, a in serious a, in way. A, yeah. I don't know. We can't ask him because he's not not with us anymore. But you know, you could almost rephrase it by saying, uh, "Adults don't believe in Santa Claus, but they vote." <laughs> you know, you could do it that way. I, no, I took it like it's more you're taking action. Oh, okay. Like you're making a difference. You're it, stating your, your. It's just odd to bring Santa into that. Doesn't he have enough on his plate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought I he's thought a it was busy worked. bugger. All right.
Okay. okay. No, that's a good one. Now, getting back to the celebration. So that's the uh, French. One more time on the French phrase of the day, please. L'adulte ne croit pas au Père Noël, il vote. Okay. <laughs> You're adult. Uh, <laughs> L'adulte. Um, yeah, so it was a really cool time. And th they do this at, uh, all, all throughout these little villages, have some sort of a celebration like this. You know, over December, you know, just like the uh, Santa Claus parades that we have in Canada, mm -hmm. you know, Kitchener will have one and then Brantford will have one and, you know, or the fall fairs, similar to that. Exactly. And just really fun. Lots of things for the kids to do. There was like, you know, the, face, the, the standard they, face painting, bouncy castle. A little Sheltie pony. Yeah. For rides for the kids. Yeah. Um, but the highlight. Yeah. Was when Santa, Le Père Noël, <laughs> arrives on an old tractor. Very old tractor. Like, how old was that tractor? Oh, it was from the 30s or 40s. And really he, old. And he was, so was he. Yeah. And and he, he looked so sweet and charming, dressed up in a Santa suit. And the kids just came running towards the tractor and little little squeals of happiness. Mm -hmm. and, and he went to sit in his big chair. Big throne. And then the kids came up and Some the parents got all of the, yeah. the, the <laughs> pictures and and, uh, and then the, the whole thing is wrapped up by fireworks. We went home because our kitchen windows looked down onto the fireworks, and it was the most incredible thing. It was like 40 minutes of fireworks. A it was show crazy. Just for, just for us. Yeah. Beautiful. Just open the windows, pull up a chair, glass of wine, and boom, right outside our window. Yeah, it was No great. obstructions. Yeah, Fantastic. that was a, the highlight of the, the Christmas season, I think. Yeah. Well, there you go. Christmas in April. We promised it, and there it is. Um, we... Uh, We'll, we'll much uh, more look forward to Christmas now after after being a part of that last year. Absolutely, I think. yeah, and, and we've we've gone to some uh, uh, Christmas. Um, uh, what, what do you call these markets? Markets, yeah. Um, they weren't really up and running this past one because of COVID, but hopefully this year they are. And there's some really beautiful ones where you can get all kinds of crafts from the artisans and and things that you just can't get back in North America. And uh, the skating. I think I'll try the skating next year. I didn't do it this year, but the rinks are so small, it's like skating in your living room. But well, you we'll give what? it a whirl. You've got your Count Vital, so <laughs> go, go crazy. <laughs> That's it for today's show. Coming up on the next chapter of our podcast, uh, we're almost up to date on our timeline, so it will be January of this year. And that's kind of when we decided to start this prod, the start producing this podcast. So uh, we'll get a little bit more into the weeds on how we arrived at that decision. And also, we have singing dogs. We do. No joke. Blue and Brad, the two males, will launch into song whenever they hear music. So next week, you'll hear them in concert. Free. It'll be a free concert. Free concert. Free concert. And I'm kind of at the six-month mark of my French lessons. Has it been productive or an epic fail? It's, it's all coming up on the next chapter of Jeff and Julie <laughs> moved to France during a global pandemic. Au revoir.